unless there is a change of some kind, always a possibility, this will be the last in a series of Skype-recorded coffee shop conversations not at Artichoke Music. Next week, we'll be back in the cafe at Artichoke, and I can be in the same room with the person I'm talking to. Thanks to Storm Large, Terry Courier, Jim Brunberg, Jeremy Wilson, Lloyd-Jones, Andrew Woodworth, and the others who have been guests. Therefore, we end this Skype series with the one, the only, your friend and mine, the inimitable, the sensational, the Tony Starlight. This is where the applause comes in. We pick up our story shortly after we fixed our respective audios. Well, I figured out my audio, which worked out good. It gave me a little time to do that. That's good. It's just one of those little tiny buttons that when you move something, you change. You go, God damn it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, I go, God damn it, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Except except it's not not a cute little, God damn it. It's more like, God damn it. I know. <laughs> All right. This is by. But by the way, you have the honor of being the last. Uh, the last of the the Skype um, uh, coffee coffee shop conversations uh, during this cycle of the virus, because uh, we are going back into um, Artichoke music on the second. Wonderful. It's not going to be open to the public. But right. you know we can we can we can record these here, and I can be in the same room, even though I, I I'll be six feet away, but I'll be in the same room with with the person that I'm talking to, which I prefer. But not 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 that I don't prefer not that I don't like talking to you like this because I always like talking to you. Thank you, Tom. You can't hurt my feelings. I've been I I've seen enough Tony Starlight sucks posts in my <laughs> life to. <laughs> And near me from any kind of. Uh... <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm from Baltimore and I'm Italian, so I it's conceivable that I could hurt your feelings. <laughs> um, well, we're we're rolling on here, so it's you know it's we're good. Great, let's yeah. do it. Thanks for inviting me back. I think we are doing it already. Um, well, you know, we've had uh, I've had this series of uh, of you know I, to to check in on certain people to see how how things are going, how they're coping, what they're doing instead of playing in front of live people. We had we had Storm Large, we had Jim Brunberg, we had um, I forget I can't remember anything, but we had a lot of, a lot of people. We had Jeremy Wilson and you know, all those all those good people. And I figured uh, since I you know that. Uh, you know, I have that, or I I had that Dean Martin doll that's sitting right there. They, people can't see that. People <laughs> yeah. can't see that. But that uh, was a gift, and yeah, uh, yeah. I love it. I ga- I gave it to somebody who had a child, who should be introduced to <laughs> Dean Martin. Uh, I have him that's, guard. Is that the one who sings? That the one that sings? Uh, he does. He does. I have him guard my um, my liquor bottles. <laughs> Let's see. It was. It's two songs, right? Volari and Everybody Loves Somebody Sometime? You know, when his batteries ran out, I just let it go that way because <laughs> he, would, he would come on at the most inopportune time. So That's good. He's on stage with us here. So uh, there's times when he would come on and unnerve the piano player or something like that. So Well, it's, it, is, it is unnerving. It's what it's about. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's like two feet tall and... and, and uh, looks like him in the most grotesque way. Yeah, incredibly <laughs> lifelike. Before you go too far, though, Jim Brunberg deserves a huge round of applause for all the effort he's putting forth to uh, 
get the independent music only venues uh i don't know if he'll succeed but he's working really really hard to look after uh venues that are 100% dependent upon um uh uh music as their only revenue and i don't know how much he got into it with you but i just know he's working really oh, hard oh he did he did yeah so that was a matter of fact i believe that was the first public announcement of uh, his uh, the coalition well, good. Yeah, that's what I was wondering is if I was speaking too soon. But no, not a, at all. No, we've no. had a few phone calls, and he, uh, I just applaud him. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, and, and old Artichoke is really hanging in. You know, they're ready to open. They're, they're op- the, 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 there won't be any music in that part of the store, you know, I mean, but uh, you know, as soon as anybody comes in looking for a musical <laughs> instrument, there's music in the in the, in the place. Yeah, just, that's just not in, just not in the, in the venue. All part. my favorite uh, places to go, things to do, so on and so forth, already teeter precariously and are always two months away from going out of business as just a natural state of being. <laughs> so yeah, right, it's, right. It's like uh, everything I I love is in uh, in limbo, but I think people, I don't know, I don't I don't want to speculate. <laughs> what so, about you? Uh, I it's funny, Tom, because today I have a different outlook than I had just three or four days ago. So really? I I had I had reason to believe we could not open it all through the end of the year in yeah. my format. And that's sort of fine. I understand what I do will be the last where you're getting people together in big groups. And that just makes sense to me. Right. Um, and I don't begrudge that. Um, but I've been seeing some things that have given me a little bit of hope. It's just, I think on my end, I'm having a, a meeting with my business partner after this, and we're just going to have to figure out. Like, I've jumped into live streaming and thinking about the things I can do with that that are beyond music, too. I can do – I've always wanted to do kind of a variety-type show of music, uh-huh. comedy, guests, interview people. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're now open to do that. But, you know, if we could only have 50 people in the room, I can't make money off 50 people in the room because that's just not – we need 120 people in the room to be profitable. So, yeah, yeah. but what if I could have 50 people in the room and a thousand people watching at home? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's what I'm going to be exploring. The tough part with this industry is just like I said, three days ago I had a completely different view, but the news changes so fast. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you hear things like. You have to be really careful about what you touch, you know, so wash your hands a million times a day, do this, do that. And then I hear studies that say, well, you know, they're having a hard time finding anybody who's actually got it from touching things. What they're getting it from is people in confined places recirculating the same air over and, and over. And that story, you know? that, that story was debunked also. And then, well, but I don't, Tom, see, here's the thing. I don't know <laughs> because right. I hear something new all the time and I have to be busy creating and I just don't have the time to follow everything. And then, right. by the way, um, the perception is what is true anyway, meaning I could be allowed to open, but are you going to come? Is right. your neighbor going to, who's going to come? Right. So. It's really hard to gauge. So what what's going to happen is people are going to open up, 
and then they're going to wait, and the bold will go, or the carefree will go, yeah. and the others will sit back and wait and see what happens and how long that will take is anybody's guess. So the tough part, though, is there is a constant meter running. It's like being in a taxi, and somebody's like, oh, just take your time shopping. Well, you know, you're going to have to pay that meter. Yeah. And so for yeah. me, you know, there's, you know, there's expenses associated with having a physical venue that don't turn off we can get we can slow the trickle down and we can bargain with landlords and so on and so forth but mm -hmm. we can't just wait infinitely and so it's tough to make a bold choice when you don't know what uh what the parameters are going to be and i mean so i'll be meeting with my partner we're just going to make those choices but the exciting thing for me is i can learn how to do some new things there's some opportunities to do things that i think may be better uh something that's really ironic was so for my 50th birthday which was in march yeah i was supposed to do a show at alberta rose theater and last year i thought what would be the scariest thing i could do turning 50 because you always have to keep challenging yourself mm -hmm. and i thought going out alone on stage with a guitar and no band because i haven't <laughs> done that in 25 years wow. that would be scary yeah and so I had started learning to play and accompany myself again. And then I get to this situation where all I can do is play by myself. <laughs> and, and, and so if I, you know, we've rescheduled that party for October. By yeah. October, I'll want to play with a full band again. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be tired of playing alone. But so I just have seen the opportunities in the landscape that's ahead i think if i look at it and others look at it it's like well what can we do to work within these confines and you know maybe it'd be, be i mean maybe it'd be better if you look at if if we had a show here friday night and there were 50 people in the room and there were 3000 people across the country watching it maybe maybe mm -hmm. that's better you know uh, for me, uh, maybe that's better for all of us. Maybe that all of a sudden starts to bring in the kind of income that uh, I can hire more people. You yeah, know, my biggest yeah. thing in this business, people ask me, how are you doing? And I say, Tony Starlight will be okay. Um, I still have, I've been incredibly touched by the generosity uh, of both spirit and time and money, I guess all three, uh, uh, you know, we're here for you. What can we do to help you? We're going to stick with you through this, so on and so forth and all that. So I have that. But every time I step on stage here at Tony Starlight Showroom, 25 people are employed. Well, that might not happen for a while. Mm -hmm. So so the hard part for me as an employer and somebody who 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 has a team to help them do everything technical musical and food and beverage here as well it's tough to not be able to provide for them you feel an obligation to them now in order to survive i might have to put on some blinders for a while and just think about you know what i can do and then build that back up you know it took a long time to build to here yeah. i may have to go back to a building phase and, and get back to here but um my goal that I set is a year from now, I would like to say I employ 40 people every time I <laughs> step yeah, on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. figure out the path to get there. Well, you've always had this sort of dual citizenship <laughs> where <laughs> there's, there's uh, you, the businessman, and, and you, the creative person. 
Um, yeah. So we we now we know how you are as as the businessman. How is this all affecting you creatively? Creatively, it's actually been wonderful. I've never spent more time playing guitar. I've had yeah. to learn how to do video. I've been telling my life story on YouTube called Tales of a 50-Year-Old Man, mm -hmm. and they're two to three-minute just chapters in various, you know, order. But, you know, learning to use – well, I'm learning to use Skype to talk to you, you see. So <laughs> learning these new new things and – uh, I've been writing a weekly newsletter instead of a monthly newsletter, and part uh -huh. of what I do is keep people's spirits up and keep them laughing and keep them optimistic. And so it's having to write once a week and have you know three or four paragraphs that serve that purpose has been been good for me. Now it's just in a tricky spot where I have to figure out what to focus on because, you know, when you're just stuck in your house, it's easy to focus on, well, I can't do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. Yeah, so yeah. I can put all my energy into the this handful of things that I can do. But now is, is potentially things start opening wide again. I have to decide uh, what to put my focus on. But it's been, as a creative person, it's been wonderful. Um, huh. But now, you know, it's always the always the battle of the creative person. How do you monetize your creativity? Right. And then, you know, will there be, you know, without belaboring it too much, you know, I have like uh, people I'll talk to about, you know, creating stuff and, you know, they'll have opinions about this and that and so on. And then it's like, and I'll say, yeah, but you're not the market. You're not the one who'd pay for this content. Right. <laughs> you, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I I am probably not the market. Like I don't watch a lot of live music online or watch a lot of anything. I listen uh -huh. to a ton of things, yeah. a lot of audio podcasts while yeah. I'm doing other things, but I rarely sit and just watch something. You know, uh -huh. Uh -huh. it's funny. I I do that. I listen to you know like Joe Rogan for example on YouTube, but I have YouTube Red, so I'm just listening to it. I was like, who watches this? They watch people talk for three hours I on know. a. On I, a yeah. I guess people do. But yet, I would be putting out content I'm asking people to watch. So it's just kind of weird. So I have to try to really – I'll tell you what else this has done. It's really connected me to my uh, fan base in a very ah. personal letter because we've been very active uh, communicating back and forth, email and Facebook and, and, and social media outlets – in a way that I, I hadn't been. Mm -hmm. We're basically all just been talking to people in a room. And those are always kind of, hey, how you doing? Where you been? Uh, how's it been since last time I saw you? There's a little more, when we're writing back and forth, we can get a, a little deeper. And mm -hmm. so I've really made some profound connections to my people. You know, it's like, Somebody who does what I do, people always said, why aren't you in Las Vegas? And I, and I was always <laughs> like, because you have no connection to your audience in right. Las Vegas. It's just a different group of strangers and every by, night. And by the way, have you ever been to Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Las Vegas is the reason I'm not in Las Vegas. Yeah. But, uh, but that model doesn't work for me. What works mm -hmm. for me is, hey, Tom, how you been? Yeah. You know, I walk around yeah. the audience and I know the people and I've watched their children grow up or they've come right. back with different relatives and friends and family. I mean, 
I want to be part of a community. And so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what what's so weird is now trying to figure out how to navigate an online community. And then so part of it's scary because I don't know how to do it. And it's not the same looking somebody in the eye and so on and so forth. Yet, oh, Tom uh, Bartos <laughs> used to be a fan in the old days, was living in New York, and uh, now he's living in L.A. Now he's watching me and commenting, and he hasn't been to a Tony Starlight show in 25 years. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, oh, my relatives in Michigan are all watching, and they've always wanted to see what I do. <laughs> uh, and so, oh, well, this is new. Well, so so what I'm trying to do is say, what what's what is 50 years of skill set applied to the new normal going yeah. to make for you and yeah. and and to really be sure i'm not trying to patch a bunch of holes on a sinking ship and 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 maybe i can make some repairs to this ship or maybe we build a new ship with a new model you know it's just mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. i want to all i've ever wanted to do is make people laugh and feel good and so well, are, I just may are, have to do it with a different vehicle. Are you not missing hearing the laughs? Oh, God, it's so hard to tell jokes without laughs. Luckily, no I laugh kidding. at my own jokes. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's, it's good because stuff I think is hilarious. I put it in front of a crowd, and it's like, oh, I need to rework <laughs> that, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. or something yeah. that's just a passing line that meant nothing to me, and they, you know, the crowd will really get a nice guffaw, and I'll go, oh. Have to develop that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really hard to do comedy without an audience, and and yeah, because it's, it's such a call and response thing. Yeah. And for a while, you know, you're when you're playing stuff that you know you've played before and you know is successful musically, you feel pretty confident with it. Do you remember the first time you you you, you got laughs for from an audience that wasn't your family? <laughs> Well, in school all the time. I mean, nobody yeah. wanted to sit by me because I'd make you laugh, and then we'd both get in trouble and sent out <laughs> to the hall. Um, so I have always – you know, it's funny. I really wanted to be a comedian more than anything, uh-huh. but I love music, and I just found a way to do them both, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I – I can't do one without the other, it seems uh-huh. like. I uh-huh. love both so much, but I've always tried to make people laugh. People say, like, were you bullied in high school? I'm like, <laughs> I could almost always make the bullies laugh, you know? Right, so right, right. they'd protect me. Oh, he's funny. Yeah, Leave him yeah. alone, you know? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I made my friends laugh, but um, when, I was, when I was in seventh grade, and I don't know why to this day I, why I did it, but I, I volunteered for a school assembly and I got up there with just me and the microphone and I did Bob Newhart's driving instructor routine word for word. <laughs> it was fabulous. Of course it wasn't my own stuff, but you know, it was like, I, I, I it, it was wonderful. They just, to, you know, to, to, to get those. And I've, I've craved it ever since. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so fulfilling to, I don't know, to see people laugh and have a good time, you know, yeah. it's, uh, there's, there's enough hardship in real life. Like, it's funny, like, I don't need to watch some Scorsese movie that shows the dark side of life. Cause it's like, I feel like I just get that all day. <laughs> uh, 
I I I like to feel kind of uplifted um, when I'm sitting. Not that I don't, you know, enjoy those kinds of movies. I just I I I enjoy them in small doses and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as a creative person, I, I probably spend more time creating things than I do watch, watching things, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if I, my, my wife will be um, – she'll go, oh, I found a new Netflix series. You want to watch it with me? And so we'll watch the first episode, and I'll go, oh, that's great. And then next day I'll go, okay, you, you ready for episode two? She's like, two? I'm on eight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I'm too busy working on my dumb videos all night that I don't yeah. have time to keep up with that with that rate. but. Um, of course, you know, do, doing those videos and, 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 and working online, that's, that's what I've done my whole life. I've never had a live audience. It's always, yeah. it's always been radio or TV, print, podcast. Oh, yeah. Writers and radio people, yeah. uh, life has not changed. My uh, wife's or my sister's husband is a technical writer. His life, the only thing that has changed is he hasn't been to the gym and three months <laughs> everything else in his life is identical yeah well i don't have a, i haven't had a haircut for three months but uh but you know i mean and and i'm doing my kmhd show here on, uh, on right on this computer every week so it's a fresh show every week there's about six or eight of us on the station who do it that way so there's there's some fresh some fresh programming uh but um wonderful yeah. well and you provide a service to people you know radio and all these different medias just they're they're friends to people people that listen to your show a long time they'll feel like tom d'antoni's my buddy right you know right right. and that's that's what sustains us you know i was thinking about this i was i live out in scapu so they Mm -hmm. opened up restaurants and so my wife and i went out and got pizza last week what was that like um well, you know, the, the staff was all in masks, and they had spaced out all the tables and removed the bar part where people were around the bar. Spaced out is right. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I guarantee you this place is cleaner than the Fred Meyer is. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And I've been going there once a week to pick or up Or ever groceries. has been before. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's the cleanest it's ever been. Yeah. And everybody that's working there is under 20 yeah. practically it's the teenagers and happy to be there behind there and happy so to ha- happy to have a job yeah and you know i told my wife you know if we walk in and it feels weird we'll just walk back out but yeah, you know yeah. well so but the point i was driving towards is so i'm looking up and i'm like you know they're, they're playing a mariners game <laughs> on the tv <laughs> and, and, and i'm like so so got my mind on a couple things i'm going well, what's the difference between these games? You know what I mean? It's like we're watching last year's game. It could be live. Who cares? It's just a game, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I started thinking, well, you could say the same thing about your own show. You could just broadcast your own show. Yeah. And I started thinking, well, what's different is is we're playing this game now to you, and we are here now in our room, and it's the first time I've been with you. I'm experiencing this moment as an individual. Yeah. And so – you could look at it from a from a, a long view and say, oh, what's the difference? It's all just the same. And then you look at it from the individual level, and what makes it special is is the individual. So, and that's what I've found since this started happening. That mm-hmm. I I didn't know when I went online if anybody would listen and why they would care, and if they would just go, oh, well, we're just done with entertainment for a while. What 
You know, mm-hmm. what do we do? And then, then you get an email that's like, are you going on tonight with a live stream? Because, you know, my husband just came home after a tough day and he's like, is Tony on tonight? I need Tony tonight. Wow, that's great. And it's like, that gives me the fuel to keep going. But what it was is just because it's so personal, you know, yeah, like yeah. just the, the way that I do business is just so intensely personal. Right. And the only things that really matter in my life are the people around me and the people I work with, my friends and family, my community, my neighbors. And this has just made that all the more clear. Now, how to make money off that. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh boy! So you you, you got uh, weekly um, uh, streaming or? Oh what, yeah, what, well what you so got? well so first I was streaming from my house with this horrible internet connection and it was just a disaster and <laughs> yeah. blah, blah blah blah. But then came here at the showroom. We put in a high speed internet system. I just bought uh, an old rig from you know Josh Stumptown Bliss. Uh-huh. Uh So he's got an old four camera rig that he sent me, he sold me. And so now I basically have my own television studio. There you go. I have, uh, people coming in to help tweak it and get it better. We need the lighting better for television. We right. need the audio, uh, dialed in and so on and so forth. But I've sort of transformed the room into a television studio and, uh, Joni who works on my website is, been learning OBS, which is you know the broadcast software, so uh-huh. we can do overlays. It's like God, you got everything it takes to make a TV show right here. Yeah, uh, you know, as uh, Joe V from Channel 12 was kind enough to do a segment on me the other day. We did an interview, and then he strung everything together. And I watched the segment, and I thought, you know, I have all the equipment to do everything he just did. Now, you know, it yeah, used to be yeah, yeah. out of reach, but yeah. now it's like. It's incredible the the tools you have at your disposal, right. and there's not the gatekeeper as much. It, it, it's like a like meaning. The reason there's a Tony Starlight showroom is because I never got booked enough. I thought I thought well I'll mm-hmm. own the venue and I'll book myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know I've always thought. I remember when uh, the co-host Dave of AM Northwest passed away. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know, I could do that. Sure. And I... I, I, I Almost anyone could. <laughs> I said... Uh, really? You I'm know, I, I applied for that job and so on and so But they wound up never hiring anybody back. So Helen's yeah. been doing it by herself or whatever. But I always thought, you know, to interview people, talk to people, make comments about pop culture. That's what I like to do. That's fun. Right. Like I could, I could do that. Uh, how well, I don't know, but the audience will always tell you how well you're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then now I thought, well, I don't need KATU to hire me. I can put out my own show Correct. Uh, and right. sink or swim on my own merits. So yeah. that's kind yeah. of what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking about you know, we'll do the live stream concerts, which is one type of show. And then, like, what could I do as kind of a variety show? And maybe we mm-hmm. come in here and we tape four half-hour shows in two hours, and we put them out a little bit at a time. You know, at what point will guests feel comfortable joining me here? Should I set an isolation booth on the other side of the room and we'll talk across <laughs> the room a little bit? Or do we do it all through Skype? or Isolation or do, booth. You know? The $64,000 question starring Tony Starlight. Oh, I should have put some holes in that booth. Well, we lost another one. So, um, 
So it's a combination. I mean, you know, Tom, my a big part of what I do is just nostalgia. Yeah. But we're living in a time where you need to embrace the new, so it's kind of weird. So I need new technology to help us embrace our nostalgia. But making um, a TV show is is nothing is not is nothing new. Exactly. I've been doing so, it. I've been doing it since 1972. <laughs> yes, but what's been fun is like doing like um, you know, answering questions in real time that people are yeah. typing on a screen during YouTube. I mean, yeah. how how yeah. cool is that? That's so I good. look at That's good. look at all the neat things that we can do and what else can we do and how can we innovate and and so it's tough at 50 to have to think this way because you know the old the old way of life was that you know by your 30s you'd kind of know what you do and then you just settle into uh, <laughs> retirement and and all that kind of stuff but the world has just changed so dramatically you know, but there really isn't anything new you know you, you, you can you can look on a screen and have people asking you questions but it's no different from you know uh, uh, the man on the street let's cut to the, let's cut to our reporter out there on the street what do you have a question for us it's the yeah. same thing you know yeah just different media different yeah. uh, medium yeah. Yeah. way to way to you know we uh, the- we were doing um, before artichoke had to shut down we were doing monthly video episodes of this podcast we had uh, been working with Gary Furlow, who was used to be the production manager at KGW, great old pro. Me, I'm an old pro. There's another guy who was working with us who was an old pro. We're such old pros that we didn't have to say anything to each other. We just <laughs> knew what it was supposed to be like, right? We knew it, we knew what yeah. the deal was. We knew what what good was, and we just went ahead and did it. We did a whole series of of um, of podcast episodes and video with performance. Um, on with uh, having to do with with couples who are both uh, working musicians, and that was really fun, you know. But uh, you know, I mean, it's a TV show. It's yeah. just a TV show. <laughs> I think I've always wanted to secretly do a TV show, so now I got to figure out how to make it happen. You know, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I like the idea of. I was just thinking of like, you know, who do you work with and what do you do? I mean, over the course of a year, I I, I raise a lot of money with galas. So I thought, well, you know, for nonprofits, I was like, well, why don't I sit down with a different nonprofit every two weeks and we really learn about what they do and yeah. how they help people? Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I the older me has just always wanted to use my platform to, to help those around me. Because I've always been helped by those around me. I mean, I benefit from having an able team at every step and being part of a great community. So I'm starting to think about, yeah, how can I use this platform to lift up those around me? And then if those around me keep lifting me, then I'll it will just all come up together. You know, Jimmy Mack, who was my mentor on the business end of this, when I wanted to open Tony Starlight Showroom, he answered every single question I had on how to run a business. And a lot of people would think, why would he help somebody compete with him? And he never thought of it that way. He thought Uh of it that we need a vibrant community and you can be part of it. And I will benefit from you Mm -hmm. and you will benefit from me. And he was right. And uh, so he he really taught me that to not be protective of, of, of trying to grab hold of my little corner i mean that's part of what ran made me run from la was that everybody was trying to get a foothold in in and and while pushing you down yes <laughs> trying to grab a foothold and pushing those around them down yeah uh and that's 
you know, honestly, that's what happens at the highest levels of any industry. You know, pro sports is like that. Right. It, even, but, even even at the lowest levels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but that's just not that's not me. I I I'm just much happier. Like like we were talking about being kind of like a class clown making people laugh. I'm just happier like taking a room full of people and making everybody feel better for having met me that day. Yep. That's what it's all about. Indeed. Indeed. You know, when, when, uh, actually, actually when, when Trump was elected, tell you the honest truth. And, uh, some of us at the, at the radio station were wondering, well, what can we do? Cause this is, this is going to get bad. And of course it did, but, we didn't know it was going to get this bad, but uh, we said our role is to get two things we have to do. We have to comfort and inspire. Yep, and that's what we've been doing. Well, my friend Reese Marshburn, who uh, is works with his wife and bylines, they write music and they've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff writing for theater and so on. And he was my musical director for years, and we had a conversation. And he's like, Tony, we're in the good news business. Yeah. And he's right. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, he realized when he walked around, would talk to people or whatever, they would come to see them because they made the person who came there feel good. And that's what happens here with what I do. I, I uplift people, make them feel good. And so you know, there's a lot of worse things you could do f- for a living. And so... Uh, what's just going to be fun to see is like, how is that going to be now? I know how it worked in 2019. Yeah. How is, how are we going to yeah. do, yeah. how are we going to get the message out and make people feel that way in, in 2021? Right. Right. All right, man. Listen, congratulations on, on, on this, you know, doing what you're doing, you know, just, uh, and I was glad to hear that you're, 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 you're in the game and you're active and you're expanding and, you know, uh, we're all going to figure it out. We're not, but uh, it looks like you're on a, on really on on a way to figure it out. Well, I'm going to go down swinging. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube channel is called Tony Starlight Showroom. Uh-huh. That's how people will find us there. And then you know you can just Tony Starlight. You find me on Facebook. We'll put it up on the, we'll, the website. We'll, Absolutely. We'll, we'll put the, the YouTube. We'll we'll put one of the YouTube things up on on the page here. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tom. And well, oh, yeah. I count count you among the people that uh, you know reached out to me. I mean, that's why <laughs> that's why I, I live here, and it, it's that. It's I've told people for a long time. It's kind of like Portland and I have a loveless marriage in many ways <laughs> at this point, and you know we've both changed. Over the years, you know, since I came here in 1993, yeah. I would argue at least, but I've changed for the better in every way. But, <laughs> uh, but I stay together for the kids, and the kids are my band and the fans, yes. <laughs> <laughs> whom I love, and I just tolerate their mother. <laughs> but you are a shining example of that where uh, you reached out to me and said, how you doing during this time? And uh, you brought up Terry Courier the other day and I sent him, you know, right away, how you doing during this time? Yeah. And yeah. it's just, that's what makes life 
wonderful is yeah. that where you're just you're just not going through it alone. Yep. All right, man. Hang in there. And uh, I'll, I'll be in the same room with you one day. I look forward <laughs> to it. Bless you, Tom. Uh-huh. <laughs>